We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's a grinded out game. No team could really get separation until that fourth quarter. You guys went on that 14-0 run. What changed? Yeah, and you know, credit to them that they've been playing really good basketball, and uh, we knew it would be a challenge. Uh, you know, Kuzma got going, but and then Porzingis hit hit some threes on us, and then the you know we fouled, which was a problem. But overall, I like the way we responded. I thought our defense was very good throughout um, and found a way to win. The rebounding was the big thing. They, they Obviously, Gafford adds a lot to their team, uh, but they have wings that go hard to the board and right size was a concern as well. Haitian Ferg, what's going on, Haitian? IQ was a game changer in both halves. Completely agree. Player of the game for me. Oh, over Brunson? Damn. That's that's bold. That's a bold take, Cation. Uh, these close games are going to build character over time as we de- as we continue to win them. Let's go, Knicks. I hope so. I hope so. I still don't love them. I, I don't, but character building. Sure, I'm I'm here for character building. I'm I'm here for character building. Absolutely. Um, Emmanuel, quickly, by the way. See, here's the problem. He is his scoring average in coming off the bench um, is not high. His scoring average off the bench is, again, this is just bench scoring. So this is 35 games is just he's averaging 10 and a half points a game scoring off the bench. Now, obviously, so first of all, the Knicks have played 43 games. So that means he has eight games in which he's a starter. And I'm fairly certain he's averaging close to 20 in those games. So whatever, I'm not going to do the math right now, but off the bench only, he's averaging 10 and a half points a game. Um, you still factor in the whole stats. As long as he's majority of games off the bench, he's going to be in the running for this. Here are some of the guys in terms of like your leading scorers in the league off the bench, who I think are going to have a case for this award. Ben Matherin, the rookie. Now, are they going to give a rookie the six man of the year award? Maybe. Might depend on where they finish. Maybe he gets maybe he gets inserted as a starter for the Pacers, but as of now, he's certainly one of the leading candidates. Christian Wood is going to start himself enough games to be out of the running for that, so I don't think he's a consideration. Uh, Norm Powell, but the Clippers are kind of a disaster. Russell Westbrook, I know, is the betting favorite right now. I'm sorry, but I do not think voters are going to vote for him. Um, just my two cents. 
And then you go down the list. Jordan Poole's going to wind up starting, I think, a lot of games. I think he might take himself out of the running. Um, and then you start going down the list and you start, you know, talking about guys from like, okay, like Malik Monk. Okay. You know, there's a name. I don't think he's more valuable to his team than Emmanuel quickly. You know, um, guys like Malik Beasley, Jazz, Burks, our old friend, Alec Burks, Detroit, you know, Brogdon. Maybe, maybe Brogdon is the should be the real leader in the clubhouse. Him or Bobby Portis, I would say one of those two. So Brunson could certainly get on the ballot with those guys. Can he beat out a Bobby Portis for for a six man of the year? Uh, man, it would have to take some numbers. The Bucks would probably have to fall off a little bit. Um, and then Brogdon, I think, was I don't know. Again, I don't know what the odds are right now, but I think I. Brogdon, I would imagine, is probably going to get a lot of votes. Um, and I'm sure there's a player or two I'm forgetting. But like, just looking down the list of guys who score a ton of points off the bench, I, I don't think it's out of I don't think it's out of the question that quickly he could get himself in the running. Not at all. Thanks for coming to my TED talk, by the way. Uh, Stevens Giamme, what's going on, Stevens? Had to wait up to one a.m. to watch this game because I'm in Nigeria right now on vacation. Shout out to you! I hope you're having a good time. I wish I could go to Nigeria on vacation. And my best friend's getting married. Oh, congrats to him! Um, Mazel tov. Glad we got the W. Hashtag Brun him. Hashtag him annual. Hashtag two all stars. Who's your second all star? Is it quickly? That's almost what you're implying. Um, I love it if it is. That's great. Um, have a good time and uh, thanks for thanks for checking in from halfway around the world, Stevens. Appreciate it. Uh, Nick Rydza, uh, what was Tibbs, Tibbs thinking playing three guards when they have four forwards on the floor in, t- in crunch time? That and the bonehead Randall thing almost lost the game. I love KFS. Go Knicks. Um, those are your best defenders. You know, um, it's tough because they. That's the thing that they're missing, right? And that's why I think you're going to continue to hear the OG Ananobi trade rumors. And even if they don't trade for him before the deadline, and I don't think they will, they will trade for him before the deadline, I think you will continue to hear OG Ananobi trade rumors into the summer, at which point, um, I just have to say this, it'll be much easier to trade RJ Barrett um, because <clears throat> they are missing that big wing defender. Like the fact that they... And it was the right move that they had to put Quentin Grimes, who was six four or six five, whatever the hell, six four and a half, on Kyle Kuzma, who is what is Kuzma six nine, I think. Um, that that tells you all you need to know about where this team's defensive depth is, as far as you know the guys that they have and don't have to 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 guard those those really good wings. That's to answer your question. I mean, was it the right move? You know, I don't know. Seems like a fair critique, but I, I didn't have an issue with it. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate it. Dom Cappuccini, believe it or not, um, Hardenstein was a plus 12 in 19 minutes. I believe it because of who we played with. Um, I don't know if that tells me that he played necessarily a great game. I've been a critic and he had a few meh moments, but I'll take it, man. Yeah, I mean, I think he had some nice moments. I would like to see more. Or <laughs> I would like to see Jericho Sims. Um, that's that's the real answer. Um, but thanks, Tom. Appreciate it. As always. Bad eyesight. What's going on, bad eyesight? 
Uh, what do you think of a potential OB for Nas Little swap? I have not paid attention. What is Nas Little up to this year? I f- I'll look it up right now. Um, I don't. Well, let me finish reading your comments. They play spread, pick, and roll in Portland, and Little is a big wing on a great contract. Yes, I know they just extended him. I love Obi, but I think we all rather pay IQ. Nas is on a great contract. Yeah, not would they sign Nas to like three for 30 or something like that? Um, or four for... Is, is it even less than that? Is it like four for under 30? I, I'm, I know it's, it's a good deal. I know it's a good deal, whatever it is. Um, I think it's actually like four for 20-something now that I'm thinking about it. Now you're going to get me to look this up. I'm sorry. This is exceptional post-game podcasting. Um, but Nas Little is good, but like, why would the, why would the Blazers want to give him up? That's, I guess, yeah, four for 28. That's a really nice contract. Um, I don't see the Knicks selling on Obi Toppin. First of all, I, I don't see another team giving up a, a player that is good and important to them. Now, Nas hasn't been playing. I don't know. Is he, again, that's why he's kind of out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, he's out with a mild femoral head impaction fracture. Uh, okay. But before that, he was playing 15 minutes a game. You know, like they just signed him to an extension. Are they out on him just because he's hurt? I don't, I don't know. I don't, also, I, oh no, the money would work out. Um, I gotta tell you, it's not, it's not crazy. I just don't see the Knicks doing it. I just don't see the Knicks doing it. I don't. I think they. This is gonna sound nuts. I, I still, I, I still think they're high on Obi Toppin. Rightly or wrongly, I still think they're high on Obi Toppin. I don't know if they're selling them for, for Nas Little. I like Nas Little too. It's a good, good contract. Thanks, Bad Eyesight. I appreciate it. Cactus Shack, RJ gets too much money to be this bad defensively. Um, gonna let that one sit and present it without comment from me. Thank you for the comment and contribution. He's got to get better. Juanon, what's going on, Juanon? How you doing? Saw this live in my KFS hat. Hey, I think they're still scraping Gafford's body off the court. <laughs> That's mean, but true. The Wizards have zero fans rivaling the Nets for most garbage fan base. Anyone want a Kuzma bobblehead? Um, I think it'd be a fun thing to have. I think it'd be a fun thing to have. I'm not going to like pay money for it, but like, I think it'd be a fun thing to have. The one they showed on, on TV, like the arms were detached for some reason, which was seems, seems strange to me. Um, as far as the Wizards having zero fans, like... I, Man, if you were a member of that fan base, like, would you be excited about anything right now? I don't know. Not really. Sad, but true. Thanks, Juna. I appreciate it. I, I just pulled up, by the way, the, according to one website, these are the six man of the year odds at the moment. So all guys I mentioned, uh, Westbrook, Poole, Brogdon, Powell, Matherin, Portis, Monk, uh, Bogdanovich for Atlanta. I don't see that happening. Oladipo, Beasley, Bones Highland is a name that I saw and thought about it. I don't see it. Quickly right now, at least according to this site, is about <laughs> long odds. Um, long odds, like 100 to 1 sort of odds. Um, oh, no, this is 75 to 1. This one, Caesars has them at 75 to 1. Okay. We can make a run from 75 to 1. There's only like 
12 guys ahead of him. Not impossible, right? I put a few few dollars back on that. Uh, Cactus Shack. Oh, here we go. This is the comment. This I was waiting for someone to bring it up. I listened to offers for, for Porzingis. Still got it. Um, so for anybody who missed it, there was an article on NBA.com that came out today in which Christoph Porzingis gave a very, um, I would say revealing and I wouldn't define it as apologetic, uh, article, but definitely an article that shows, or at least he purports to show some modicum of, uh, regret and reflection since his uh, Nick days and says he would have handled things differently. And um, yeah. Um, don't want to say this. I, <laughs> I have a feeling. I have a feeling that article was not unnoticed within the walls of Madison square garden. Uh, that is what I will say. Um, I think Porzingis, the, the, to me, reading that article, that that screamed to me that he would welcome a return to the Knicks. Now, he's going to probably be entering free agency this year. I would imagine he's going to decline the player option on his contract. Although that, you never know that. Um, Knicks obviously don't have any cap space. Not that that's stopped potential deals from happening before when there's a will there's a way uh i just i don't know the 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 tough part about it is like you know they have julius randall obviously they, they still will be topping and they have mitchell robinson um you know the, the 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 real the pickle of it is with um with porzingis <laughs> andrew just text me no until he text me he texts me no um, the pickle of it is, you know, we're whatever we are, year eight in into Porzingis's career, and we still kind of don't know what position he is, you know. Which I guess you could look at it as a benefit, but like seriously, what's his ideal position? Do you want to play him at the five? If so, like, how's that going to look? Do you want to play him at the four? <laughs> uh, yeah, I I don't know. I'm I, I it's not it's not the conversation to have right now. Um, I have a funny feeling though. It it is a conversation that this is not going to be the last time this comes up. I'll just say that. Uh, thank you, Cactus Jack. Appreciate it. Fan ninety four Nick. Uh, Kuzma needs to be a Nick. Tell your boy Leon. Yeah, I don't think Leon's talking to me. Um. I I mean, look, he had 40 points tonight. Uh, he's getting paid with a number that starts with a two, and I would bet it's closer to a three than a two. I don't know. Uh, Bondi actually tweeted this out tonight. I don't know that I want to be the team that's paying Kuzma like that sort of money. I'm not saying you can't. I think he's obviously he was the third best player on a championship team. Now, he's playing in an ideal role for him. And for that team, on that team, uh, he he's a really good player. I, I again, I I just again, he's I just said it with Porzingis. This guy's gonna be a free agent, you know. So and the Knicks have no cap space. So it's like what the you know there there has to be a mechanism to getting him. It doesn't make sense as far as the order of your 
your team building. Like you, you, you can, you can build a contending team and overspend on guys who are not like your top guys. You could do that, but there has to be an order to it because if you go out of order, it will, it could prevent you and likely will prevent you from doing the things that you like need to do later and to like, to, to, to maneuver a way to like go and pay Kyle Kuzma four years and over a hundred million dollars. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that's where the Knicks need to be at. Um, Kuzma's a good player though. He's a good player for sure. He's a good player. Um, Anthony Sixto, what's going on, Anthony? Uh, appreciate you uh, chiming in with the with the generous contribution. Digging around on stats for blown leads, uh, and then the athletic drop data from Seth Parnow. Blown leads aren't a Knicks issue. It's a, the modern game. Watched with a little less stress. Stress. Hashtag Claudio comeback. I'm still alive for the week. Most importantly, by far, just th- that is by far the most important thing. Let us let us say that. Um, the better stat, I think, than the blown lead stat, and shout out to Fred Katz because he kind of had an addendum to that article that dropped today in his 10 things he's noticed in the first half of the season for the Knicks, is that the one area that the Knicks are very close to the bottom of the league and not where a lot of teams are is they don't have a lot of comebacks from the, being down double digits. And I think part of the reason why there are so often Nick games where they will go up and not be able to bring the big win home is because they don't have that extra gear to take the, whether it's a 15 point lead to make it 30 or a 20 point lead to make it 35 or, you know, something to go run away and hide. Cause they're just not that sort of team as far as building or the roster built with, with a guy, a lot of guys who are comfortable firing away from deep and want to fire away from deep and have a lot of experience firing away from deep and the whole thing. You know, they don't default to that. That's not it. That's not their DNA. Their DNA is very much inside the arc. And then, and Fred's point in the article today was that it can be perceived by us as like, oh, it's an inordinate amount of the bad and not, and there's none of the, but that's partially because there's the, the shoe never is on the other foot here. We don't have big comebacks. Um, from being down. So uh, I think those things are important. Uh, the only other thing I'll say is like, they have won eight games this year by 19 or more points. You know, like that's a, that's a third of their wins. They've won by 19 or more. That's not nothing, you know, no, I'm not saying it's everything and it's against, you know, bad teams, obviously, but that's something. Thanks, Anthony. Appreciate that. As always. Um, the Timberwolves did eke out that win over the Suns. If you were, if you were wondering, Bulls lost also to the Thunder. Man, Thunder making that play in push. Goodness, goodness, goodness gracious. Uh, low from the Bronx. What's going on, Low from the Bronx? Brunson is an All Star. I said if we beat the teams we should, and hover around five hundred versus contenders, the fifth seed almost. Oh, the fifth seed. Almost blew another one, but it looks like they're learning how to win. IQ has to come around um, or has come around. New York Knicks are tough. You packed a lot in there. I appreciate that. You packed a lot into into that into that comment. Um, I don't know about the fifth seed. I know Kevin Durant is hurt right now. I still think 
Yeah, I still think the the Nets are going to finish ahead of us. I don't think that there are any other teams currently ahead of us that I that I would foresee falling back. I think the six seed should be the goal, and I think the six seed is a great goal. And if they get the six seed, that they, then they should have a fucking parade in the Eastern Conference this year, where there are thirteen teams really playing hard to win games, and like one of the teams that isn't really playing to win ga- or not. I'm not saying they're not trying to win games like that team employs LaMelo ball. And then there's another team that, that is like hanging on apparently to like Alec Burks and Boyan Bogdanovich who are really good players. And like, vet- like it's just, it's a, it is a brutal conference. It's a brutal conference. And if the Knicks, the New York fucking Knicks get the six seed in that conference. Kudos, man. Kudos to them. I think that would be that would be great. Thanks, Low from the Bronx. Brian Lest. What's going on, Brian? Perspective for an evening. All of the Tibbs shade. For all the Tibbs shade, he's given us two of the three best Knicks seasons of the last 20 years. <laughs> Not perfect, but remember David Derek Fisher. Um, yeah, or just say any other any of a dozen coaches over the last um 20 plus years. 11 coaches, I guess we should say, because Woody, Woody was a great coach. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to elaborate. I don't need to elaborate on that. Thank you, Brian. KD, uh, Miles McBride, good defense, but horrible offense makes me hope the Knicks will go after the Bulls. Alex Caruso via Cam and or Derek Rose trade. So uh what is it? Caruso's about 10. He's you know say this about Caruso. He's at good salary. You could you it's funny you could do either of those trades, I think. Um maybe not Cam because Cam is under six. So he doesn't so you might have to do Cam and something. Uh I would have to look. I I, I would have to look at, at Caruso's exact salary. But like whatever. It that's not the point. The point is like are the Bulls trading Alex Caruso? And the Bulls are only trading Alex Caruso if they're blowing it up. And I, there's no indication yet that the Bulls want to blow it up. I will say this. If the Bulls ever did want to blow it up, oh boy, would there be a laundry list of contenders looking to get Alex Caruso to play 20, 25 minutes a game for them. Because uh, that dude is just an absolute difference maker. And uh, yeah, he's really good. Uh, the Knicks would do well to get him... Um, that said, like, he's an incredible defender, but I don't know that that's the guy that I would go after if I was the Knicks because he is, like, famously, like, the lowest usage heavy minute player in the league. He doesn't shoot it. He can shoot it. He doesn't shoot it. So, like, all right, you want to say, like, Deuce is a terrible offensive player. You know, Deuce shoots it. He's not completely scared to shoot it. He shoots it. He makes some of them, too. Caruso doesn't shoot it either. So like, that's almost as bad. I, I feel like Caruso should go to a team or if, if I'm paying the price that it's going to take to pry Caruso, I'm a team that I, I, I don't mind if he doesn't shoot it that much. Like the Knicks, if the Knicks are going to make a move like that, they're going to make a move for offense. A guy that could defend uh, enough because they already have Evan Fournier, but like they're going to make a move for offense. I think that would be my guess. 
For over 30 years, the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum in New York City has been home to a team of award-winning, hard-hitting injury attorneys who have a long track record of seven-figure results. Whether you've been injured in a car accident, fall, construction accident, or other traumatic event, Weiss and Rosenblum will work tirelessly to maximize the award, regardless of the severity of your injury, and get you and your family the fair and just compensation you deserve. Call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, that's 212-366-6100 or visit weissandrosenbloom.com for more information. No case is too big or too small. Personal attention to your matter is a priority. Once more, call 212-366-6100. Previous results do not guarantee future outcomes. If you think you might have a case, speak with a veteran attorney, not a rookie. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Eating well is top of mind this month, and it's comforting to know you always get top quality with HelloFresh. Ingredients travel from the farm to you in less than seven days, so you know they're fresh. Skip the snowy schlep to the grocery store and stock up on snacks, sides, desserts, and more at HelloFresh Market. Simply add these staples and sweets to your weekly order, and they'll arrive at your doorstep along with your meals. Fun fact about me. I love to cook. I love putting the time in to create a great meal, but I don't have the time to go to the grocery store. That's where HelloFresh is so fantastic. I get the meal delivered right to me right away and get to use it that week. Don't hesitate. Head to HelloFresh.com slash FilmSchool21 and use code FilmSchool21 for 21 free meals plus free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash FilmSchool21 and use code FilmSchool21 for 21 free meals plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Hush, Zoo, what's going on, Hush? Is IQ ineligible for six man of the year because he has started some games? Now you have to start 
a goodly amount of games. I don't know what the exact number is. I want to say the number is in the is it, it, it it's like you could you could come you could start a decent number of games and still be eligible for that award. I don't know what the exact number is. I apologize, but he's very he's going to be eligible barring like an injury that I don't want to talk about. Thanks Ush. Uh Danny with another one. Hate that the fan base always pits these guys against each other. Did it did it with Cam and Grimes in the beginning of the season. They're all good players. They're easy to root for. Let's enjoy it. I'm I'm loving it. I'm really enjoying this season. I understand the the, the some of the losses have been very bad. And I understand the process is not ideal for everybody. Um but I, I they're they're they are playing like they've played 43 games, right? Uh, given their preseason win prediction, they should have 20, maybe 21 wins right now. They have 24. So they're, they're playing over their heads and we have legitimately two all-star candidates. Like how cool is that? How much fun is that? It's, it's just, it's good. It's good stuff. There's good development happening. Young players are getting better. Not every young player, but enough. It's great. I completely agree, Danny. I love it. Hey, Pastor Claudio, a win is a win. They don't give style points. They just count wins. Mr. Pastor Claudio, thank you, as always, for your generous contribution. And thank you, more importantly, for your son, who is off tonight, I should say. We got uh, Justin Palmer on the ones and twos behind the behind the scenes. Um, but it's great to hear from you, as always. Leo Skorupski. What's going on, Leo? Thank you, KFS, for always being the best content out there. That's undeserved, uh, but thank you. I appreciate it, and thank you for the very generous contribution. A win is a win, but also trade um, Isaiah Hardenstein. It, we really need to have a longer conversation at some point. Maybe me and Jeremy will have it on a pod where we have some spare time one day. Like, who is the team that really wants him? Like, we've, we've discussed teams, like the Clippers, the Warriors. Like there are teams who he would fit in well with, but like, are those teams giving up? You know what? Forget that. Are those teams willing to move the salary necessary to take on him? Those are also taxpaying teams where if you're the Clippers or Warriors, every additional dollar you spend, you know, costs you like, you know, $8 billion or whatever it is. So for a guy that, like I'm just, I'm, there may be other teams, but like those are the two teams that I feel like I mentioned a lot. For a guy that might not see the floor for you in like the conference finals or the finals, because that's what those teams care about. Like, do you want to take on nine million dollars worth of salary next year, or eight million dollars worth of salary, whatever it is, um, and the tax implications that come with that? To say nothing of like what what you're giving up to get him, like the salary you have to move that that salary may be something that's an important part of your team. Uh, I I don't know that he's going to be the easiest guy to move. I'm just being honest. Until the summer, the summer though, I think they could find a new home for him if they want to. And that's the other part. I'm not sure that they, I'm not sure they're dying to move him. I, they might be. I'm not. I'm not sure though. Thank you, Leo. Appreciate that. Great, great jersey in your picture, by the way. ML Nair. Brunson refuses to let this team lose. The eye test tells you that this front office has to pay and keep Emmanuel quickly, simply 
but he is a winning player. I, 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 my biggest hope, like there are things in the NBA that you cannot control. I, I think we, we can acknowledge that. Uh, there are things in the NBA that you cannot control. And then there are things that you can control when you draft a player and um, in the first round, you can control that player's rights after their initial contract is up. I don't want this to be an issue at all moving forward. It should not be a question unless Emmanuel quickly is part, is like a huge part of a trade or say, no, I shouldn't say huge, a meaningful, a meaningful part of a trade that nets you a true star player, unless he is that. And I don't think he's going to be. There is no reason to get rid of him. He has shown you enough. Pay the man what he wants to be paid, you know, within reason. But I, I'm sure there's a number that both sides could come to and, and be happy about. It is very clear at this point that his role here is big enough that I would imagine he's going to be happy with moving forward. Um, Brunson's out, quickly starts. Grimes is out, quickly starts. RJ's out, quickly starts. He's your sixth man. He's going to start with any of those guys are out. I mean, shit, you could even, if Randall's out, you could start him and just slide over to the RJ over to the four. I don't think they would do that. But like, um, the role is there. The money should be there. Like, wh- what are we What are we missing? Um, what are we missing? I, I want to see a contract extension agreed to with him. It doesn't have to be like at the beginning of free agency. Those are for like rookie maxes. They're that's you know take it to October. I don't care, but like get a deal done with him before next season. And God knows, don't trade him. He's just he's just too good for that. Um, meanwhile. What I'm what I'm trying to look up here uh, hastily. You mentioned Jalen Brunson refuses to let this team lose, so he was like whatever he was from the free throw line for a period of time. I think he was like eight of nineteen or or something like that. Jalen Brunson from the free throw line. So tonight, from the free throw line, Jalen Brunson um, went seven of seven. Coming into tonight, Jalen Brunson from the line. Last game. Nine of nine. Game before that, 10 of 10. So that means Jalen Brunson has made 26 consecutive field goals. And I'm fairly certain the previous game before that, he was five of seven. I'm going to have to go look. I think, the depending on when he missed those free throws, the two free throws in the prior game, I mean, we is he around like 30 straight made free throws? That's pretty good. For a guy that we had free throw issues concerned with not long ago, or some people did. Thank you, ML. Sam Garcia's dad, cha-ching! That's the sound of my Knicks ringing up another win. I don't care about the trade deadline. I'll ride with this team. I'm fine if they keep it the way it is. I like this team. It's a fun team. I think they're going to make a trade. I'll stick with that. Thank you, Sam Garcia's dad. Dom Cappuccini with one more. To be noted, Jalen Brunson's latest surge is reminiscent of, to me, of Julius two years ago in the month before the All-Star game. This is a great call. The contract is not looking so bad. Man, that contract was a good contract the day they signed it. IQ for sixth man of the year. Um, yeah, and I've referenced this before. When the, when the first All-Star pods first dropped two years ago, Randall was like on the 
oh, he's having a nice season. We should mention him portion of the podcast, you know, 30 or so games into the season. And then, like you say, in the month leading up to the All-Star break, he became like, oh, yeah, Julius Randle. I guess he's a no doubt about it All-Star. Okay, cool. That's great. Um, we, I, I, we, it has to go on a little bit longer. We got to see it for him to really lock up a spot in this East with this competition. He, he, I mean, I hate, it's crazy to say, but he almost needs to keep this pace going for like another two weeks, which is insane at the rate he's going, but like, that's what it would require for him to like lock up a spot. I think he's going to get in though. I think he's going to get in. Thank you, Dom. Um, SB Gorilla, what's going on, SB? That OB bus comment was ridiculous. I, 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 yeah, I agree. I'm sorry, it's his fault that he makes the extra pass, sees the cutter. Oh, and make the alley oop pass when he sees it, which isn't reciprocated. Hashtag unselfish. I, I like OB Toppin. My, my, my thing with OB, it always comes back to the same thing. What are the minutes he's getting here, and how is he being used? And are those are those things conducive to big time success? Um, I'm still a believer in Obi Toppin. So, yeah, good stuff. Uh, Dom Cappuccini, Taj or Hart? Though I don't think don't think too hard. You know the answer to that question. Taj, man. Somebody, uh, oh, in um, in our Discord tonight, uh, we, we were talking briefly about like the bench was really good last year, and it's not it's not good this year, obviously. And like, yeah, some of that has to do with Derrick Rose. He got twenty some odd good games of Derrick Rose off the bench last year, and Alec Burks when he played off the bench when he wasn't playing point guard was like really really impactful. Quickly got to play off of those guys, and then he went on his run late in the year. But like last year's bench had Taj. You know, like that was really helpful. He's he's just good. And like when you put him under Tibbs, like he just knows what to do and the whole thing. Miss Taj. Love me some Taj. I should have wore my Taj t-shirt tonight. Frank Sam, what's going on, Frank? Uh, shout out Jalen. Jalen Claudio playing <laughs> heavy minutes for KFS. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Frank. Uh, Kevin Danishevsky, by the way, I want to get there with I, uh, IQ six man of the year this, with the shooting. It's probably not there. He's so fantastic, but just get to 35% from deep. By the way, I would take Noel back to replace Hardenstein. I wouldn't. We got Sims. Sims is good. Just play Sims. He's right there. He's on the fucking team right now. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe the shooting holds back quickly, but like, like we've seen guys win that award who weren't didn't have great efficient, or like were not efficient, but they were very high volume guys. Now, quickly is n- neither high volume nor terribly efficient, but he also has a much more diverse, well rounded game, and he's such an impactful two way guy. I guess the tough part is like, ultimately, voters are probably going to look at him and be like, well. He's not like he's not like a shutdown defender. You know, like Andre Iguodala, like he never won it, which is egregious, but like that dude came in 
and he was just a shutdown defender on you could put him on the opposing team's best wing. Um and he did enough on offense. With quickly, he's not that level of defender and his offense is much more subtle and the numbers are going to be a little bit quieter. So I think that's probably why you're you're probably not going to get a real case, but like I don't know, man, if the on-off numbers are going to be freaking great. They really are. Oh, that's what I was going to look up before. The quickly zone off numbers for tonight. Um, Because he was, again, he was really good. Quickly was only a plus three tonight. Um, I think he was on the floor early in the first half. He was on the floor for like a Washington run when he didn't really have a whole lot of support. I think he was out there with RJ. Uh, Brunson, team high, plus 19 tonight. Good stuff from Jalen Brunson. Juanon with another one. iHeart makes sense in Denver. Okay, we can talk about this. Works under the cap for Ish Smith or Jeff Green's expiring. And he could schematically fit Denver when Jokic is off the floor. You know what? Juanon? I wish I had one of my daughter's like little like gold star stickers. I would give you a gold star sticker. Um, I would. I'm gonna. I want to check the contracts and and whatnot. But like, that sure seems to make a lot of sense. Now, they have. Uh, uh, that's that's Zeke Naji in Denver, um, who is really good player for them and like an emerging player, and he always seems to to do nice things when he's on the floor. You know, they're also in first place, and is that. Is that the move they want to make? No, it doesn't mean they only they don't have to only make one move. They can make multiple moves. But like Yeah, Zeke Naj- so like last night, for instance, against Phoenix, like Zeke Naji played 20 minutes. Um he had 15 points. Is it you know, Najee's good. Now Najee could play the four. I I don't watch enough Denver to, to know sit here and be like, Oh yeah. Najee makes a ton of sense at the four. Like I, I can't sit here and say that. Um, it's not, you're not, it's, it's, it, I like it though. I don't know. I, I'd, I'd, I'd make a phone call <laughs> at the very least. Thanks. Juana. Owen Ruley, uh, Doug McDermott question mark. I love Doug McDermott. If you got, here's the thing. If you're going to trade for Doug McDermott, you have to go get Kyle Quinn. There's your backup, new backup center trade. Isaiah Hardenstein to, um, to, to Denver, uh, have Denver send salary to San Antonio. Dougie, Dougie McBuckets comes back here. And then we go get Kyle O'Quinn from, I don't know what country he's playing in right now, but it's, it's not here. Uh, and rekindle that relationship. I love Dougie McBuckets. I don't know that he, we were talking about this on the playback when we played the Spurs. It, can he defend at a, could Doug defend at a good enough level to stay on the court for a team in like the conference finals? I don't I don't know the answer to that question at this point. I love Doug though. Doug's good. Greg film stuff. What's going on, Greg? Appreciate it. as always. You're very generous with the contributions. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't know two players in the East who are as deserving reserves as Brunson and Randall for the All-Star game 23. Uh with the Washington win, it's hard to really be mad at this team. Obviously, you're preaching to the choir there. IQ's elevation into the super sub I knew he could be makes New York legit. 
I think, well, as far as reserves for the all-star game, look, it's a tough conference. Um, it's a tough conference. We're I'm going to do a Patreon next week with Andrew, and we're really going to, we're going to nail down our all-star teams. Uh, as far as quickly being a super sub, making them legit, like the I don't want to call it emergence because that implies that like quickly what wasn't a huge factor, positive factor for this team last year. Quickly, quickly being what quickly is, and Grimes being what Grimes is. To to know that those are two guys that you. I think if you're a contending team can have on the floor for upwards of 30 minutes a night. I think that's really big in your calculations moving forward about like the luxury you have to make other moves. Cause to have that stability at those two positions. And again, like th- th- those guys are not, you know, they're, they're not your star players, but I don't know, like sitting here watching both of them this season. Would you bet your life that neither of those guys are ever going to enter an all-star conversation? One is in their third year. One is in his second year. I wouldn't bet my life on it. Um, There's just so much talent with both of those players. So heady. They play the right way. They do all the right things. Very exciting. That's the all the reasons to be excited as a Nick fan right now even if you're not all in on like, you know, living in the, in the mediocrity and the whole thing, right. Right. This season to have those two players on your team, that's exciting stuff. Anyway, you cut it. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate it. Andrew Palladino, give quickly the Mitch Rob treatment and pay the man. He's a true, a first true hit. This front office has made in the draft. Quentin Grimes too, of course. Yeah. Uh, yes. I guess I, I, again, talk about the numbers. Does does four for sixty four get it done? That I really do think that's a nice compromise. I think that's a nice compromise. We'll see though. We'll see. Okay. Thank you, Andrew. I think that is it for us tonight. Um, big shout out to uh, everybody for watching. Um, quick shout out to our our one of our new sponsors who we love very much, Weiss and Rosenblum. Um, give them a call today. They are the sponsors of all of our personal injury updates. 212-366-6100. You could also visit them at weissandrosenbloom.com. Um, it was nice. We didn't have to do a personal injury report tonight because there were no injuries. <laughs> Everybody's healthy, which is nice for this team right now that they're healthy. They're playing well. They're playing together. We love that. Um, I would just, again, implore Nick fans everywhere. I know this is, you know, most people are doing this, but Take it from take it from an old man who's seen a lot of shitty basketball. Enjoy the wins. The wins are good. We like the wins. Um. Oh my God, Andrew Claw, Andrew, you 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 the from when you're in the peanut gallery, Andrew. And we do have one more super chat, by the way. He Andrew texts me. He, there was an injury. Gafford's pride. Gosh, yes. Call. Uh, I hope. I hope Daniel Gafford calls Weiss and Rosenblum um, 
to to maybe make a claim against Julius Randle. Uh, Danny Gardner with the with our I think this is our last super chat. If Tibbs didn't love coaching, he'd make a hell of a GM. The guy knows talent and heart. A Tibbs player is a good player. Uh, I would say maybe front office like senior advisor. Uh, also, if he's gonna, he shouldn't be coaching <laughs> if he's gonna be the GM. Um, but yeah, man, you know. I I think Tibbs has been good for this team. He's not perfect. He's never going to be perfect. And he's a lot, a lot for most people. He's just, he's just never going to be their cup of tea. Um, But they needed this team. This franchise needed him. I don't know how long they're going to need him for, but they needed him. And I think they're, they're lucky to have him this year. Thanks, Danny. Appreciate that. Um, okay, now we're out. Don't forget, follow us on all the channels at Nick Film School, S-K-O-O-L. Uh, if you're watching this video, uh, hit the like button so more people can see us and see it and um, get some more exposure. And Oh, wait, hold on. Andrew's late, late breaking one last super chat. I love, again, Andrew's like producing from the, from the corner. Daniel Carlisto, let's end on a fun note. Deuce McBride, headband or no? I like him with the afro. I like him with the afro. I feel like it's a little bit more intimidating. I feel like it gives him a little extra added height. So I'll go. Can he do the headband with the No, I feel like with the, with the afro, no headband is the way to go. That's my feeling there. That's my feeling there. That's a good way to end it. Thank you, Daniel. Okay. Get out of here. See everybody on uh, Sunday, early game on Sunday. So we'll, uh, we'll catch you for, you know, brunch, brunch mimosas, hopefully after New York's third win in a row. Giddy up.